Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Lifetimes with Carissa Sandoz, the podcast. Oh, I'm back. It's been a while since I last recorded a podcast episode, but um, I'm so excited to just be back and recording again. I've been very busy the past couple of weeks because I had to finish a couple of things and I needed to prioritize, so I had to take a break from recording a podcast. I'm glad to be back because I'm excited to share this episode with you, which I've been working on for quite a while now. I just haven't had a chance to actually sit down and record it, but it would revolve around some of the things I've learned the past couple of years, specifically the past 23 years. Actually, it will be the past 24 years because I'm turning 24 in a couple of days. I still feel 18, to be honest, but life just keeps going on. Um, regardless, if we want it to stay the same way, it's not going to happen. Anyway, let's go ahead and get started. So number one is you have to wear sunscreen every day. I started using it religiously when I turned 22 because prevention is always, always better than cure. If you're like me, who's fond of the outdoors, likes to play sports, then sunscreen is a must. Standard glass windows block UVB, but not UVA rays, which can penetrate deeper into the skin than the UVB rays. And they're actually the main contributing factor to photo aging, which are, you know, changes seen as dark spots, wrinkles, and that um, textured skin. And UVA rays actually contribute to skin cancer, which is the main reason why you should wear SPF even when you're inside a house because it penetrates the window. So sunscreen is a must. Number two, everything passes. Just live for today. If you're in pain, endure it. If you're in a happy place, enjoy that moment and, and just treasure it, right? Because you're never guaranteed a tomorrow and you don't know what tomorrow will be like, if it's going to be better or worse. So just live for today. Number three, what makes life worthwhile? It really boils down to relationships. Now, I'm not just pertaining to romantic ones, but your other relationships, the one you have with your family, your friends, your community, with God, and, and many more. Having the opportunity to love people is the best gift. This pandemic has really helped me realize that because I often take that for granted and I sometimes fail to prioritize it. But at the end of the day, it's really all that matters. They are all that we have. And it's our raison d'etre. My sister told me that to love is greater than being loved. And being able to love is its such a blessing. It really is such a big blessing. So love accordingly. Number four, rest is necessary. I'm type A, so it's extremely hard for me to relax because sometimes I equate that with slacking off or being lazy. We all know that's not the case, right? And even musical compositions have rest, right, to, to make it sound better and more harmonious. But it's very hard for me to just stay still and not think of something to do because I feel that I'm wasting time or I'm not working hard enough. But no matter where you are in life, it's important to set aside some me time. Whether it's having a bubble bath or a nap, just try to recharge and take a break. Getting enough sleep is very important. Now that I'm older, 
I realize that my body is, it's a, it's a vessel. It needs the right fuel to function well. And aside from proper diet and exercise, sleep is also a necessary fuel for our bodies. Number five, when you want to accomplish something, write it down. Because seeing it on paper or even a document file can help you create an action plan on how you're going to achieve it. Of course, you have to do the work. You can't just stare at it and expect it to magically come into fruition. You'd be surprised how much you can accomplish by doing that. So I highly, highly recommend that you write your goals on a piece of paper or just type it on a Word document or use the Notes app on your phone and list it down. Then create action plans on how you're going to make it happen because it can happen. You just have to believe in yourself and you have to take action. Number six, progress is not linear. I know, I know, everyone says this and it's so easy to give up when you feel like nothing is happening. Obviously, I'm guilty. There are days when I also feel demotivated about a certain project or task, but then again, no one else can really do it for me. I have to row my own boat. And another thing I do is I read biographies or I listen to podcasts which feature people who are willing to share their stories, their struggles, and how they were able to overcome adversity. And that's really inspiring. So I also suggest that you try finding people who can influence you in a good way, who can uh, help you get to the path where you want to go. Um, for instance, you want to become a great musician and follow artists who started small and are now successful. So something like that. Number seven. This one is also related to making progress. Be intentional about your day. Create something each day. Don't just consume. In this day and age, it can get a little too much. So you really have to be deliberate about your time how much time you're going to allot for social media. And it's also important to take breaks from social media just so you can focus on reality. Because what you see on social media is not really real life. They're, they're curated. Everything you see there is the highlights of people's lives. So it's easy to kind of feel down or feel like you're in the wrong path if you're constantly on social media, constantly comparing your life with other people. So um, just create. Create something that you can be proud of. Um, don't just binge watch Netflix or Hulu. Okay, well, maybe you can as a treat for yourself, but, you know, just put a cap on how many episodes you're going to watch for per day, right? Just watch maybe two episodes per day instead of watching the whole 16 episodes. But, you know, you can do that if you finish everything that you're supposed to do, you finish all the tasks on your task list, then maybe you can binge watch about eight episodes per day totally up to you but you know what i mean number eight master the art of managing your emotions it's so easy to say things that we don't mean when we're mad and also don't make permanent decisions with temporary emotions i again am guilty of this but I realize that it's better to win people than to win a petty argument. Besides, what they say or how they act towards you says more about them than you. So try to cultivate equanimity. Respond and don't react. Another thing I do when I'm really upset is I try to go for a run 
or maybe a quick drive just to kind of calm down a little so I don't say things that can potentially hurt other people's feelings. So try to distract yourself for a while and think about why you're so angry or why you want to say those words to that person. And if you say it, what could be the possible outcome? So things like that. Think about what you're going to say because once it's out there, it's out there. Number nine, go for it. Whatever it is that you've been wanting to do or try, if you don't go after what you really want, you'll stay stuck. Another thing, once you've taken the leap, keep showing up, even if you're scared, and even when it still feels uncertain, because that might just be the secret. Now, I haven't totally figured it out, but I realized that I'm always going to be scared. Like, life is scary. When you're an adult and you have so much responsibilities, life is scary. I'm already telling you. But you just have to show up. It's really just the only thing you can do. Keep showing up and keep acting confident until you actually become confident and you know just improve day by day you don't have to be perfect you don't have to be the best right away it takes time it can't happen overnight so I also tell myself that constantly that you know this is my goal and I want to go for it but I'm scared and I feel that I'm not good enough but I'm gonna go for it anyway because I'm just gonna figure it out along the way and I should be kinder to myself which is honestly easier said than done but you know, the more you say it, the more it works. So I just keep telling myself, you have to be kinder to yourself. If you are kind to other people, then you can be kind to yourself. And again, keep showing up. So number 10, live within or even below your means. It's so easy to overspend, especially when you can just swipe your credit card. At that moment, it feels reasonable to buy a, let's say a $50 shoes that used to cost $150. That's a steal. No, it's not. You still spend $50. So just be mindful of how much you spend, especially if you're using a credit card, because credit card bills do not spark joy. Marie Kondo would be so disappointed. Number 11, speaking of joy, you know what sparks joy? Volunteering. I've volunteered in the past, but the last two years I've been volunteering consistently at Meals on Wheels. And let me tell you, it's quite addicting. It just makes you feel good within and it certainly helped me become more empathetic and just grateful. So I encourage you to give it a shot and then let me know if it at all sparked joy within you. Number 12, hitting rock bottom is not always bad because it builds character. When you're stuck in that rut, you develop self-compassion. And I, I kind of learned that the hard way because I'm my biggest critic. I'm not perfect and I'll never be, so I need to cut myself some slack. Unless I want to be part of the Holy Trinity, which I can't. Um, I just have to accept that I will always have imperfections and that I will make mistakes and that's okay. Everything will be okay. So don't take yourself too seriously. Number 13. It's important to invest in experiences. Now, I don't own a lot of things because... Well, the things that I want are expensive, <laughs> number one. And number two is because I treasure experiences more, actually. Instead of buying something that's extremely expensive, like a 
bag or shoes. I'd, I'd rather use the money to travel to attend an art class or go to a musical or a fun gym session. Pre-COVID, of course. I have nothing against spending time to make the money that you'll spend on a fancy new widget. But it's all going to go away at some point, right? It's always going to be replaced by a new one. Before you realize it, long and after, it's lost its value to you. But those memories, the realizations about yourself, you get to keep those forever. If you're looking at the photo from last year's vacation, chances are that generations after you will enjoy those stories as well. So invest your time in living. Invest in knowing yourself. Number 14, detach and let go. If someone hurt you or you've experienced really bad things this year or in the past let it go pray about it pray for them imagine you're still dwelling on it while that other person is sleeping soundly at night yikes so don't carry it it's too heavy it sucks up your energy to put simply unload and fly some things aren't worth getting upset over you have to learn to pick your battles and don't ruin something good over something that will be irrelevant in an hour Number 15, it's okay to be sentimental. I am quite an emotional and sensitive person. I hate to admit that, but I am. And I feel so much all the time. Little things make me happy and small things also make me sad. I've come to terms with it. Instead of seeing it as a weakness, I just see it now as a gift. After all, how many people get to say they feel every feels? Number 16, you have to have a creative outlet. Most of the things that we do are routine and doing something creative makes life more exciting. Maybe try to paint, make pots, cook, or even dance. It's nice to be challenged once in a while. Say yes more. It'll prevent those I never do anything fun and my life is so boring feelings. Even if things turn sour, at least you have a story to tell. Number 17. You have to love yourself. Be selfish. It's okay. When you love and respect yourself, it'll overflow. You get to be more and you get to love more. After all, you can't pour from an empty cup. Number 18. When you have a head-heart conflict, try to foster a conversation between the wise brain and the deep heart. Now, I don't really have a direct answer as to which one you should follow but we can pray we can pray for wisdom to help us determine which which one we should listen to which one will help us go to the right path which one will lead us to where we're supposed to be ultimately you have to make the decision so be wise and pray about it number 19 communication is key People are not mind readers. If you're upset with someone, let them know and work through it. You can't just shut people out and expect them to know why you're upset. It's pretty trivial, but so, so important. And as I've seen and experienced, most conflicts arise from misunderstandings. So if people would just communicate more, it would help solve a lot of arguments. It would help avoid even a lot of arguments. So communicate better with people in your life. We are often uniquely cruel to the people we love and live alongside because of our tendency to let things unsaid stagnate, finding ways through the discomfort of opening or reopening. 
healthy modes of communication with the people you love is an important step towards a kinder you. You cannot be kind where you cannot communicate. Number 20, it's okay to outgrow people. We change and it's okay to let go of friendships and move on because some friendships aren't meant to last forever. You are not a bad friend and you are not selfish for prioritizing your growth. The people who are supposed to be in your life will admire your growth. They will cheer you on as you navigate gracefully throughout life and... So stop feeling guilty. It's okay to outgrow your friends and if fate would have it, they might just grow with you. Do treasure those friends who who stick by you, who are your constants. Cultivate that friendship and be very grateful for it. Tread lightly and leave deep footprints, if that makes sense. (laughs) Number 21. There's always going to be someone better than you someone smarter than you, someone more talented than you. So you always have to be humble. I guess an example of this is during elementary or high school where you're always at the top of your class and you are always doing so well in class, you're acing all your exams, and then you go to university and everyone is just as smart or even smarter than you. That's okay. You don't have to be the smartest. So you have to be kind to yourself. You just have to be the best version of yourself. That's it. Number 22. People will disappoint you and you will disappoint them. The earlier you accept this, the better your life will be. We can't really expect people to live on our terms or inside the box we have made for them in our minds. Certain expectations play a major role in our disappointments and though it can feel personal, it's often not. The other person's expectations are just simply different from our expectations. But still, honor your feelings because you have the right to feel what you feel. At the same time, try to find a renewed sense of the other person's perspective. And also to release and prevent resentment in your relationship. Number 23. You have to know your core values and you have to stick to it. When you do stick to your core values and your actions are consistent with your words, others have more trust in you, in who you say you are, and in what you do. When your thoughts, your words, and your actions are in line with your values, you also gain peace of mind, right? You don't have that cognitive dissonance because you believe in one thing, but you do the other thing. So it just brings more peace in your life when everything aligns and flows. And in addition, most of your decisions will be based on that. I think it's easier to make decisions when you have solid values, you really stick to it, you know, your principles. And maybe just making decision, everyday decisions in your workplace, it's easier when you know what you stand for. So let me ask you that question now. What do you stand for? And once you've answered it, stand up for what you believe in. Number 24, last but not the least, you are not your thoughts. Please, please, please repeat that to yourself as it can be an important realization on your path to emotional peace. The brain is a powerful organ, and when we do focus on our goals, we can make them happen. However, it's not our thoughts themselves that bring things or situations to fruition. Rather, it's our actions. So when you're feeling extremely stressed and anxious, just laugh it off, even if you look like 
a crazy person. Science has shown that just the mere act of smiling can instantly change your mood, lower your stress, boost your immune system, and even possibly prolong your life. So try to turn that frown upside down. Thank you so, so much for making it till the end of this podcast episode and for listening to me ramble for the past 20 minutes. I hope that it was worth your time and that you learned a lesson or two. It's been a tough year for all of us, and I hope that everyone is safe and healthy. I wish everyone happiness, good health, and prosperity in the coming year. Enjoy the holiday celebrations. Enjoy all the good food and all the good moments. And I'll see you guys next year. Bye!